This is Frank Skinner with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio, or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. I'd love it if you did one of those. But, you know, no pressure. Please do. Um, So, good morning, guys. Here's the thing. I've been... uh, I don't know if I'm going to put you on the spot here on the air. Let's let's assume that, that we all listen to Dave Berry's breakfast show on Absolute Radio. We do in okay. our house. Oh, I love a bit of Berry. And there's this... Um, what's the name of that competition, Sarah? Five words? Five words. Five words. And what is it? They name... It's like word association. Oh, OK. Uh, I did it um, after the arson things. Um, I... Um, you, um, they ask you a question, uh, say a word, and you have to say the first word that comes into your head, ping, like that. Okay. And if you can get uh, the five right words, the words that they've got, or whatever, then uh, you win some weeks. Or is it 150? Oh, more than I can win. Yeah. Oh, you're producer... enjoying your little show. Yeah, it's difficult because <laughs> the producer wears, not just wears a mask, but she wears a mask like what a. Mexican bandito would wear in an old um, Walter Brennan movie. (laughs) Any road up. So, um, 807 on Absolute Radio. (laughs) So, I don't normally get to play. I usually get up just after five words. Oh, yeah. I'll be honest, because Kath um, gets up with uh, our child, Kath's my partner, gets up with our child, and then I take him to school. That's the deal. So, um, this, this week I've been getting up a bit earlier. So, um, so I've been hearing it, and and every time I, not every time, but every now and again, I'll say a word, and she'll go, "Really? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's such a bad guess. It's word association. It's the word, first word that's coming to my all sort of so thing." So it's put me off. I mean, no offence if there's anyone okay. from the day, but it's put me off. It has made me feel small. That competition. You don't like that. Does Kath, does Kath come up with her own suggestions? Oh, yeah, of course. She's very good. <laughs> but she's been playing it for months. No, oh, she's in a different I'm league. I'm not sure she's been spontaneous. I think she's got a formula. She's like those guys that go to Las Vegas and play the wheel with a little <laughs> notebook. Oh, yeah. Card counting. Like yeah, that. exactly. Yeah. There's some of that going she's on. She's like one of those, uh, those pool sharks, though. Uh-huh. So what... Um... Go on, then. You're going to try it on us or something? No. Oh. But, <laughs> you said I don't I'm, want to throw this at you. No, I'm just... Can you second guess it? Is that what it is? If they say, like, beach ball, you don't think straight away of sand, you think of something else on purpose. Is yeah, that how normally it... they're one syllable, though. So if I... How oh, is it? Oh, okay. So he might say... Well, uh, say Frank Skinner. No, oh, two words. goodness. Oh. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> what, the actual word's got to be one word? This is why we're not on every day. Yeah, I don't understand do it. Very <laughs> dusted. It's like silk. Give me a minute. You try it. and do it to show me. So I'd show, say, don't tell. Um, <laughs> volcano. Erupt. Right. There you go. That, you'd stand a good chance with that. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Acne. <laughs> Erupt. <laughs> yeah, you can't, you can't keep doing the same one. <laughs> Um, anyway, it's a very fine. Uh, it sounds simple. Yeah, I was going to go Gaffney. It's and got, that, I oh, don't know. That's an no, awful. Not Gaffney. Not Is Wellard still alive? I bet it is. No, is that today's no. texting. Can I yeah. say Wellard? That was a really sad episode. I think oh. it might have been one of the last times I watched it when Wellard died. Um, yeah, but died in, in fictionally died. 
Well, and they played, you know, when they slow down the EastEnders theme to make it all sad. Oh, what for do, a, do, for a do, dog. Do, do, do. <laughs> How dare you? Oh, it's going to make you popular. No, but you know what I mean. Good luck with that. But it's not even a real, it's a fictional dog. The death of a fictional dog. Had the actor dog died or was it just moving on to No, I think just the... Yeah, I'm not quite sure. I bet there was more than one. In 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 Skippy, Skippy, the 1960s, 70s Australian uh, show. Yes. There was about 12 of them. They used to put them in knotted sacks and drive them (laughs) around in a transit van. And they'd rotate to keep them fresh. Because <laughs> they Goodness. all look pretty much the same. I mean, you can't. The way they were treated. Mr. Ed, the talking horse, they just used to put a big spoonful of uh, peanut butter on That's the roof right, of yeah. his mouth and he used to lick it for about ten minutes and they put the voice in after. Yeah. Obviously, they put the voice in after. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> suggesting... I'm not suggesting there was a way around that with the talking horse phenomenon. I've noticed, I'll tell you who else has gone for it, because uh, you are bold. Oh, yeah. I'm afraid I've seen recently What's for that? the washing powder. Oh, it's an advert for bold. Yeah. Oh, wow. And it starts right going, job interview today. It's like, oh, no. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, let's not make fun of it. We might play it later. Oh, yeah. Well, I love the song. Remember, it's commercial radio. Yeah, I just exactly. like the originally, that's all. Anyway, I got a sorry. warning last week when I questioned that advertising might not work on me, remember? I'm not questioning advertising. I'm just saying, <laughs> job interview today. <laughs> you know. Um, we've had an email that, um, at first. I can't really me. knock with my Adidas um, three lines <laughs> on a shirt. <laughs> uh, no, we haven't done that. God I would me. love that. Would no, you ever do that? No, and we turned down the uh, Iceland's coming home when they started Did delivering of quite a lot of uh, money, but um, you know. Heard have bought a lot of frozen sausage rolls. Yeah, but it was also completely retrospectively spoiled a very special time in my life. Fair play. Good night. Respect Amanda. <laughs> um, uh, I had misgivings when I saw the title of this email was I Fools. I think I used to work with her, isn't that misgivings? Misgivings. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely, very tight bond she had on her hair. Yes. Very tight bond. Misgivings. Misgivings, uh, you're actually quite beautiful. <laughs> the uh, title of the email was Fools, and then there's an observation... Uh, a big moment about only fools and horses, which I can't actually read because it's got an unbroadcastable word in it. Okay, but, oh, but, no. thanks, but thanks anyway. But the email continues, I think, interestingly. Uh, while you are on, can I slide in a big moment? In the 80s, I was told. Can I just, often, sorry, can I just stop there? A big moment for any new um, listeners. Um, is that something um, I won't bother with the etymology but it's something that you tell people as if you think oh nobody knows this and actually quite a lot of people know it okay Uh, I was told often in the 80s that tomato soup wasn't good for one's constitution as the tomato soup cooker in the factory corrodes seven times quicker than other varieties not sure if it's even true it could just be hypot age thesis or something they're just uh, but I thought that was interesting. And they continue, tell Frank, and this is an old thing that we used to do, of what we do not believe in. Mm. Um, tell Frank, fainting is for real, but I don't believe in either jet lag or hair fever. <laughs> <laughs> That's from Lenny, who adds brackets, tier two, close brackets. OK, Lenny's, uh, he's got it, he's packed it in. Uh, absolutely ticking loads of the boxes. He's like the Swiss Army knife of <laughs> correspondence. <laughs> yeah, he's well, done I... an unbroadcastable and then yeah. several useful... But I feel knife. bad 
because I don't believe in car sickness, but now I, oh, you told good. me that you're uh, that Buzz suffers from it, and, and I, I think of Buzz as a truthful person. And I had it in the the, the two occasions I went in a car before I was sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> I was a bit... Is uh, that just not used to cars? I told you, rather than car sickness. Our Nora um, went out with a bloke. <laughs> this is my sister, went out with a bloke who had it. And she she said, uh, with, uh, when, when she arrived, she said, oh, he's in, in his car. And mm. we all went... <laughs> and we all went out to have a look at it. Mm. And it was like a whole second-hand mini, and we were just walking around <laughs> it in, in, in awe, in absolute awe. Oh. Well, I think when we first mooted what we don't believe in, I suggested average speed cameras, and I have come to believe in them. Um, oh. I've learned this been, lesson. Have you ever the, yeah, I've learned yeah. this lesson the hard way. Oh, we've all been a victim, dear. I thought they were like TV licensed detective vans, you know, just a fake thing to make you behave better. Yeah. Do you think TV ratings is a. <laughs> How exact a science do you well, think that is? You know, I know what you mean, because they always say, oh, I mean, why have you never met anyone who's got the machines? No. Well, they're not machines, No, I they? know, they did. It used to be, there's a button yeah. in the back of the telly yeah. that registers, which isn't true. But, so what, so it's based on... I just, I can't believe, if you look at the rated ones, it's some of, all the awful programmes are at the top. Yeah. And then all the better ones, no one's watching it. I'd rather believe that TV ratings were a failure than that we live in a nation of imbeciles. <laughs> <laughs> and now, music. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Oh, I tell you what, I was watching uh, me and um, me and Bars, my eight-year-old, were watching the. Um, do you know the ritual of the presidential Thanksgiving turkey? I do. Every mm. year, a turkey is brought to the White House, and um, and all set to be uh, slaughtered for Thanksgiving dinner. Mm. And the uh, the president very ceremonially. Um, pardons it and then it lives on a farm because often lives on a farm it's never killed to eat that turkey it's, it's just the one though he pardons yeah just the one just mm. the one so um i was i was watching that and that came on and uh, i i didn't tell boss about the pardoning element i thought i'll let him get anxious for this turkey that's oh. kind so i said uh, this is a he was talking about this lovely bird, very, very lovely bird. And, oh, God, uh, and those said, tapes come out again. Yeah. And he <laughs> said, what's he talking about? I said, there's a turkey that he's going to eat for his, um, for his Thanksgiving dinner. And um, he went over to it. So Buzz was going, oh, no, that's really, oh, that's so cruel. <laughs> and I said, well, to be fair, we have turkey for our Christmas dinner. He said, yeah, but we do kill ours. And I said, no, no, he's not going to eat it now. Right. And he honestly thought. And then we'd riffed together Uh, about what it would be like as a TV spectacular (laughs) if Trump ate this turkey alive on television. went at it. That would be Uh amazing. And I I said, and when we come back, if we went upstairs and come back in an hour's time, there'd just be blood and and poo everywhere. (laughs) And uh, I'd like to think some of that blood and poo would belong to the president. <laughs> and, we went and then we got into the conversation of why doesn't he do it with a, 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 a human being? Why not get a Pardon death one. row prisoner? Oh, yeah. And pardon, bring that out. 
<laughs> that person out and then pardon them. That would be lovely, wouldn't that's it? A, that's a really lovely idea. It is, yeah. Life in 2020 isn't quite enough like the Hunger Games for you, so <laughs> let's see if we can go full tilt. Well, he, he might well be out of there soon, so he, he could have done the whole of death row. Yeah. I think he might well be out of there as a of language. We'll see. He's, uh, he's going down fighting. He is. At a small table. Um, Eddie from Colston has... Ooh. Ill when you do that. Hi Emily, Frank and Alan. I heard you talking about the canine thespians who played Wellard in EastEnders. Ah, yes. Note the uh, plural there, Mm -hmm. thespians. Yes. Believe it or not, one of them also played wait for it, it's good, Frank. Russell Crowe's wolf in the opening battle scene in Gladiator. So a slight change of wow. pace for him in teaming up later with the Gaffney. Keep up your contractually ob- obligated duties. That's Eddie interesting, because I met the bird who played uh, Wolf's Crow in Gladiator. <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> Come on, that was clever. It wasn't okay. funny, but it was a clever construct. Okay. Okay. It's the same ingredient. I mean, Gladiator, yeah. Gladiators, Wolf. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Russell Crowe... Crow, I mean, yeah, no, I yeah, know. I, I think you you're rearranged on my feet. a lot of uh, yeah, the words. It was like juggling. Yeah. Listen, you put yeah, a lot kinda. of work into that. Well Thanks. done. You know, there's people at home that have been... I'm not saying anyone's laughing, but I bet there's people... I bet there's people still working it out. Right? Oh, yeah. I bet there's sure. people have said... Uh, I might be one Lynn. of them. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, Al. <laughs> You said <laughs> Russell Crowe's oh. wolf in Gladiator, yeah. and I said oh, I met God. the bird that was... Remember Wolf from Gladiators? Yeah. Yeah. Wolf's Crow from Gladiators. Yeah. OK. See, that's yeah. it. <clears throat> All right, darling. I said there'll be blokes going, Lynn, get us a pencil and paper, love. We're just working out this thing Frank Skinner said on the radio. <laughs> yeah, no, that won't. <laughs> this, doesn't, this doesn't work. Get us a, get a pencil, love. <laughs> That's what I'm seeing happening in people's homes. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've been inundated. Yeah, people getting in touch about your wolf gladiator joke to praise it. Uh, see? Have we? No. Oh, <laughs> I was thinking, is that, that mainly is on Twitter? so cruel. <laughs> I don't see the Twitter. That is, that oh, is just... So... That's like being in a cage and people having, like, pointed sticks. <laughs> just, just <laughs> horrible. Um, we have had 493 uh, sending a long message describing um, motion sickness and why it happens. Um, and I would just say to Stephen Holbridge... We didn't say that we didn't believe in it. I think I, it, I don't like to speak as the group. It was Emily Dean who said I it. Wasn't absolutely, it? No, it was a guest. No, I don't believe in it. No. Motion sickness. Yeah, I don't oh, believe really? in it at all. I, ne- not only- I never. When everyone says I'm car sick, I say no, you're not. You just want attention. <laughs> well, I'm, sorry. Um, I'm not saying I, do I don't believe this always now. want attention, but <laughs> but not only did I get in cars a lot as a, as a, a kid, um, but yeah, I went to a thing at the Trocadero in uh, in Piccadilly Circus. It's yeah, a sort of a centre of here. fun. It used to be. I don't believe it. I think I it's know, closed down I don't know now. what it is now. Oh, well, I don't think the centre of London is uh, is open for much fun right now. No, no the centre of London, like the centre of most great cities, is a very trashy area. It can be, um, yeah. And I love London, but <laughs> the centre... Like, you know, the M&M seriously? shop and stuff? Oh, Come yeah. off it. You've what about, well, Frank that, and I you? went in there? Oh. Anyway, so 
Um, I went there and it was a, you went for a, a sat in this little tiny cinema and you watched a film of a runaway carriage on a sort of mining railway track, oh, you know, yeah. underground mine, tiny yes. track. I this. believe I experienced this, Frank. And they moved, the, your seat moved. Oh, one of those. And it's, a, I, it's a virtual ride. Yeah, and I did that and I felt awful. I felt really sick after that and I was 35. Mm. Uh, so it does that, happen. It definitely happens. Yeah. Okay. I, I got to tell you. Okay. My uh, my biggest don't believe in is when people say they've had email problems. Yeah, sure. Oh, when when oh, people I say never I never got that. I never got your email, that is always Although a lie. That did happen to me last week. <laughs> no, it didn't. <laughs> there is a thing you can get which is awful. It's a program which and what it does. Some friends recommended to me. I won't name and shame these people because they're good friends. They said, "Get this; it will change your life." It ruined my life. It promises to sort out your emails. Oh, I don't like that. And put them in separate folders. People still aren't speaking to me as a result of this. Ah. I'm sorry. It well, doesn't... If you could get a gadget which fitted on your phone... Yeah. ..which operated as a lie detector, <laughs> would you have that gadget on your phone? No. So I could tell if the person was lying? Yeah. I love this idea. Well, I love it. would you want it? Hundred. Oh, would you? No. Would you not, Frank? Well, it wouldn't be worth it for my two calls a week. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'll can I tell you, I've had a strange week this week. I, um, you know, I, one, you know, when celebrities marry celebrities, yeah. I, I always think, oh no, I wouldn't do that. So you because are. you're sort of because you lose a bit of your specialness. You know what I mean? You want to be the oh. one in the family who emanates light. You yeah. do. Yeah, and then um, my sister-in-law, she married a, a, um, a, a guy who's a massive, successful writer. So obviously that had diminished me somewhat. Mm. And now my sister, yeah. my um, my partner and her sister are doing a podcast, which yeah. is going really well. It was oh. it was it was it was closing in on. I, by the way, I didn't oh. know we featured in the comedy podcast charts on yeah. a regular basis yeah. on this show. Yeah. Who knew? Yeah, we're doing all right, Al. Cheer up! <laughs> I'm cheery. Anyway, this week she says to me, "Can you open the uh, side gate for me? It's a bit stiff. Yeah. Can you open the side gate because we got a photographer from the Daily Telegraph <laughs> doing a session in the garden." Really? And I thought. Honestly, it's tough. I'll be completely straight with you now. Let's, uh, they also manage uh, Darley, um, Daisy May and Charlie oh, Cooper yeah. who do this country. They manage them, her uh, yeah. and her sister. Yeah. And so I'm sitting at home. We're on a holiday and it's like, oh, Daisy May and Charlie have had this offer for a 28-part series from the BBC, but oh, I don't think they'll be able to do it because of that Hollywood thing. Jack's saying, yeah, I've just got to go and speak to George Clooney on the phone. And I'm saying, yeah, I'm doing the chortle uh, book. <laughs> Book festival online. What? <laughs> oh, Have you ever oh, seen a star is born? <laughs> it's tough. Um, by the way, it's um, good my, for your soul. But my right. sister's podcast, which is called It's um, not your sister, it's your no, partner. My, yeah, my partner. I, sorry, once you once uh, it feels more like a sister nowadays. Um, well, she, um, country people will think nothing of it. I um, Christmas future for all relationships, the, let's be honest. The podcast is called um, I Wish I Was an Only Child, and this week actually features Charlie Cooper and Daisy May oh, Cooper does it? from this country. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, it's very who are, who are. Frank 
Skinner. Absolute Radio. Um, oh, by the way, I, I was talking about um, having to open the side gate because uh, <laughs> the photographer from the Daily Telegraph was photographing my partner and her sister in our garden for an interview. <laughs> Come off it. Are you and, worried that the seesaw has tilted and you've become yeah. the civilian in the marriage I have, in I your become, relationship? I have, and I'm having a civilian yeah. in order that I might yeah. shine even brighter. That's the spirit. Good for you. And it, I have failed. Um, <laughs> but one one highlight of it was she told me that the, the, there's a she said apparently he's quite a well known photographer. He's called Alistair Crowley. Now, Alistair Crowley's oh. everybody's favourite occultist. He really if you know is. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's a very. Uh, he sort of a wrote his own character. version of the Bible with one commandment, which now. was do what thou wilt. <laughs> But it's not Someone, the same one. A famous rock star owns yeah, his old house. I'm sure our readers will know. I think Led, Jimmy Ze- Page? Led Zeppelin used to take it in turns to live in Alistair Crowley's <laughs> former. Just Jimmy Page. Not, oh, Jimmy Page is the one who had the ongoing argument. Yeah, with the... the um, is it Brian May? And you, I know our readers know which old rocker lives in I think Alistair Crowley's been, I house. think there's a record of, of old rockers living in Alistair Crowley's former places. Okay. That's, but this is a different chap. It's a photographer that this, I think this is quite is, well known. He's actually called Andrew, as it turns out. Oh, is out. it? Oh. I think she had Alistair Crowley in her mind because um, she reads about him quite a lot. She's gone a bit. Mm. She can't. She's going to be an international celebrity. She can't go all dot cotton on the names. No, so. she can't start um, calling the photographer after a well-known occultist. No, <laughs> no, you got to uh, you got to pick your battles. Mm. Frank, talking of dot con, uh, 976, <laughs> we've had a, a missive in from one of our esteemed readers. EastEnders is rich pickings for autobiographies and shoehorned in titles. Because ah. you know we're a fan of these. Yeah. Pam St. Clements. Uh. I might see if you can uh, come up, either of you, uh, comics. Well, I feel like off, I would off be cheating. Pat. <gasps> Do you know that would have been because Pat, Pat, Pat pending? Oh, oh Pat. that would be come good. on, yeah. Frank. Um, I think. I mean, l- let's have a butcher's. <laughs> <laughs> we should explain. She played Pat Butcher. Yeah, she did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. You sh- you don't want to have to put that. Um, uh, 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 under an asterisk on the cover. <laughs> no, Imagine no. if the publisher. But if you're just... going to buy it, you're going to know who she is. Yeah. Nobody buys random biographies, autobiographies of the people never heard of, do they? Well, no, I, don't I think would so. say um, it's good, but it's not right. But okay. what I'm actually going to say is it's be- it's better, but it's not right. Go on. What, what, what was <laughs> the actual title? Was the end of an earring? Oh, well, not not bad though. Yeah. Okay. Not Fun. bad. Um, John Altman. That was uh, Nasty Nick, wasn't it? Was. Yeah. Um, was Big Na- Brother called Nasty Nick? Was he called a nasty? Yeah. 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 You can't just steal someone's moniker. No, I think they, they did. Don't, they I don't think that's care. exactly what At happened. At that end of oh. the scale. <laughs> um, steal someone's moniker, Sellers. Um, nasty Would it be a nasty business? Ooh. Turning nasty. No. Uh, Nick in Nick in time. Yay! Oh, Frank in the nick of time. Oh, very good. Hurrah. I know one. I've got. Can I ask I don't you know one? If we've got. Yeah, sure. It might be on that list, but one sure. that I always liked was for the brevity of the title. Go on. No S. 
No S. Oh, no yeah. S. No S. I would include the if 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 our readers promise not. To, I tell you what, we say this: if you Google it, then mm. um, you something terrible has to happen to you in the next twenty four hours. Yeah. Anyone okay. who knows the answer, which East End? I'm going to spend the, the musical interlude thinking about this. Okay. This is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. You may have guessed this is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 8.12.15. People have, I say, rather successfully this morning. You can uh, follow... You sounded like an old classics teacher. <laughs> you can... Uh, f- that's my general uh, ambiance on this show, I would say. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram. Oh, it's gone a bit non-classical. At Frank on the radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. I'd so many say options. That's a little very time. much your look at the moment, and I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's moving chic-wise towards the um, master. It's a sort of Latin master, Ampleforth. Yes, I chose the Catholic one. Yes. Thank you. Yes, I'd rather you hadn't picked one that was involved in a recent scandal. <laughs> oh, yeah. Never, well, what nevertheless. One? Which one has? They all them. have been, Frank, I'm oh, afraid. Don't. Speaking of matters of faith, <laughs> we've had somebody uh, with what I find a comic misunderstanding. You were discussing how your uh, brother-in-law is, uh, is a well-known writer. Mm. And he's not just well-known. We've, we've had an email... Um, one of the greats. ...titled Catholicism. <clears throat> Frank, do you discuss religion with your BIL, Mr. Pullman? Um, <laughs> oh, I see. If so, what do you think of the criticism of his work by the Catholic Herald citing Pullman's work as an example of fiction far more worthy of the bonfire than Harry Potter on the ground? <laughs> that dot, dot, dot. Uh, I, I bring this to your attention because I find it funny on several levels. Now, my brother-in-law is not John Pullman. <laughs> Philip Pullman. Philip Pullman. Pullman. Yeah, he's not John, John, he's he's not not John <laughs> Pullman either. He's not John Pullman, <laughs> the 1980s Lucas star. <laughs> I wish he was. He's but not. better that than Philip. <laughs> John Pullman. Yeah. Um, um, if only, uh, if only Philip Pullman had kept his hands in his pockets. Yeah. No, I. I the I, best I, uh, thing you've ever said is, "My brother-in-law is not John Pullman." <laughs> That's great. That's some interesting snooker corruption trial yeah. from 1984. Anyway, um, my brother-in-law did the... I think where the confusion is, he did the adaptation of his dark materials, which, of course, was originally oh. written by... He does them all. Pullman. They all want him. Yeah. But, you know, I'm... I'm uh, I'm all right with Pullman and his, and his views. It's fine. I think okay. you just got to, you know... Yeah. I, I th- OK. I, did, I... I think I used to agree with... Pullman on um, atheism Um, (laughs) I think he might be a bit stupid on a few other things well nobody's perfect yeah. Anyway, let's well, not, I'm sauntering let's not out slag, of, uh, him, slag him off as my brother-in-law's <laughs> working closely with him. Oh, is it? Well, yeah. I'm going to take a meander out of controversy corner yes, exactly. and take us into back into EastEnders because uh, we left you on something. We left you on tenterhooks. Would you say that's fair, Frank? Yes. Guess I, the uh, autobiography title. So I, I, well, I, I said I, I happened to. Well, someone had sent in some uh, funny EastEnders autobiography titles. For example, Pam St. Clements, The End of an Earring, John Altman, In the mm-hmm. Nick of Time. There's one more. Okay, let me let me have a guess at this, and then I'll tell you. Let's what. have a guess at this, and then because I like to keep people guessing, mm. um, give them a bit more time to get their pen and. Uh, 
Hey, people always say that, don't they? They say, get your paper and pencil ready. Mm-hmm. No one has that these days. I do. Point. Oh, you, you do, actually. Hmm. June Brown, Frank. What would hers be? Now, do we know who she played? Yes, Frank? of course. Played... Um, she played Dot Cotton. OK, any takers? Um, dot Com, Millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> dot Cotton, Millionaire. <laughs> um... Shit, I mean, the world is a oyster with that. Yeah, smoke name. gets in your eyes. Oh, that would have been good, Frank. My beautiful laundrette. Oh, that's good. She needed you. You see, you helped me come up with my book title. This is what they... You could do... Yeah, that could be your job, book a titles. A strand of cotton? No. OK. Book titles are us. You could charge a fortune for this, Frank. <clears throat> Any, do you want a last final I hurrah? I think she might have been in The Curse of Peladon. She was in. She was oh, definitely yeah. in a Doctor Who. Yeah. That's what everyone was thinking. Anyway, that's not the highlight of That's what everyone was thinking lights. when she got mentioned. Okay. Well, what is it? Do you all know what it is? Yeah. Before the year dot. Oh, it's good. Mm-hmm. It's good because it makes sense. Okay. Do you want to know and the? Oh, we'll come back. We'll the come no back. S one. I've got a guess. Oh, okay, I have a guess. I think it's Letitia Dean. Why? Because her name hasn't got an S in it, is it that? It's a good, but oh. To quote Roy Slow Talker Walker, <laughs> yeah. that's good, but it's not right. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. No S. Mm. Do you have... Uh, what, what do our readers think? Um, I enjoy the crisp. <laughs> You're I on mean, the radio. At least I forgot. Pretend. You just completely forgot. That's I funny. completely you, forgot I was on the radio. But you just did it so <laughs> ostentatiously. It was like you were eating crisps. Your character in a radio play mm. eating crisps. What do they call that um, sound effects in radio thing? Sound effects. Now there's a technical term for the bloke who sort of. Um, there's a thing where you have. Um, like they use corn flour and they press it so it goes, so and they do walking through oh, snow. Okay. Foley. Fo- Foley, yeah. Oh, okay. Good knowledge. Uh, we have <clears throat> well the answer to the No S autobiography. Yes. We've had some guesses here. Yeah, what have we got? Uh, Layla Morse, Route One. Oh no, this isn't a guess. This is uh, just a mo. Okay. I believe that was hers. We that have... was, was that Big Mo's was called Just a Mo? Yeah. Oh, OK. OK. OK, nothing to see here. <laughs> uh, 594 has suggested for No S, Wendy Richard. Yes. That's from that Linda. That is the answer. Oh! Linda, congratulations. Oh, well that done. that makes sense. Wendy Richard. Not, not Wendy Richards. Mm. And so, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. God, I used to love Wendy Richards in her youth and, and my Richard. youth. Wendy Richard. <laughs> no, I loved all of them. <laughs> she was. Uh, I tell you what. I don't know if people look like, but she had what I would call an English glamour about her. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Pale, which yes. is not popular now. Pale and sort of seven out of ten dress sense. Right. And that combination. She. Oh, that's great. <laughs> There's a photo of her. You know, she oh, was in. She was in Help. <laughs> The Beatles movie, but her scene oh. got caught. Oh. Did you know this? Tough. Um, and there's a p- photo of her with Paul McCartney. Oh, she's beautiful, beautiful Wendy Richard. Okay. No longer with us, of course. And a fervent um, Margaret Thatcher supporter. 
Well, sure. Mm. Interesting. But, you know, yeah, the late Kenny Everett as well. Nice. It's always nice it's to have a dark... The late Kenny Everett. It's nice to have a dark side on a glamorous, uh, glamorous woman, I think. A little <laughs> bit of, you know what I mean? A little, yes. little bit of poison. I remember the late Kenny Everett having uh, those oh, big thumbs at, the, uh, at a Conservative rally. Did he? He yes, said, I believe uh, he brought the thumbs out for a He rally. shouted, uh, let's bomb Russia at a Conservative rally. Did he? Oh, he did, did he? OK. I think he said bomb. <laughs> oh, for heaven's gate. Um, 849 uh, has suggested just one final here for the EastEnders autobiographies, because it is a He's fine one. Enjoy your crisp, Frank. June, <laughs> oh, God, I've done it again. OK, you really have. <laughs> and, and now you're screeching whilst eating crisps. But it's interesting. I loved Kenny Everett. Mm-hmm. And like Wendy, Richard, and Wendy, Richard. Yeah, okay. I could completely cope with the fact that they had different political view to me. What's happened to that? Good lad. What's happened Good to that lads. attitude? Gone. Okay. Good lad. Um, eight four nine. June the dots could have been a good one. June the dots. That is good. That is yeah. That is, what do you uh, think? No, I like that. I That's think better eight four than nine that. might be um, available for book titling as well. You know mm. this business that you're going to launch. Maybe you could get them in as well. I had a, I, had a, I, I like a punning title, and I was thinking, what about a show? I did this is your life. Um, I was oh, yes. I was this is your life, and I remember thinking, wouldn't this? I kept thinking they're not going to bring any ex-girlfriends out, are they? Because imagine the tension. They They didn't. But then I thought, but wouldn't it be a great show if that's all they brought out? (laughs) (laughs) Ex-partners. And I thought, and they come on and you... Retitle it, this is your anxiety dream. (laughs) And and you just This is the end of your life as you know it. And you just talk about what the relationship, what went wrong and what what they were like and so it's a celebrity and maybe two or three former partners it's a remembrance of uh, Fling's past <laughs> but get this get this and the title could be excommunication oh that's ah. good top end <laughs> top end <laughs> that is a good title Lovely uh, Christmassy missive from 614. Enjoying the show, listening while writing Christmas cards and watching Frank on YouTube mm. recently. Mm. Uh, she likes watching old episodes of your chat show. Goodness. Loved Carolina Hearn and Kenny Rogers. You look so young then, Frank. Do you know Kenny Rogers? <laughs> oh, <laughs> so I. Um, I actually told him about that because he's got a, he had a fast food chain called Kenny Rogers Roosters. <laughs> I said, are you familiar of, with the verb usage? Of, and he wasn't. It was a great moment. Oh. <laughs> I liked him a lot. Him Me too. And Caroline, very, uh, very kindly, she offered to uh, conduct a laboratory experiment w- in which I started drinking. Me and her in a locked hotel room, and she made sure I didn't do anything unsafe. <laughs> that was the idea. But I didn't. Mm-hmm. And then Eric Clapton Probably wrote to me best. and said, "I saw that. Can I beseech you not to start drinking again?" Yeah. Good. It's funny old world. Mm. And now I'm opening the side gate 
so that my oh. partner and her sister can do a photo shoot with the Daily Telegraph. You do that, seem to feel you know quite what? eclipsed. Oh, I I'm think that so shows, Yeah, but that shows great strength in you to be able to um, let others boss. Look, it's a good time for the ladies in general uh-huh. in 2020. <laughs> and and it's, like, it's like when you get to the zoo, you get by the bars and have a good look at the animal, well, then you move away and let someone else stand by the bars. You're taking it in a very oh, dignified it, way. It's not like you've mentioned it on no. national radio on no. the no, it's good. I need to lance. Yeah, yeah. For something on my mind, I need to lance. You need yeah, to armstrong it. I know. Sorry I to mention I need that Lance Armstrong. I know you are a man. Still livid. I know. It still burns that thing. One big lie, not quite. <laughs> More than one. Um, Can I say, by the way, I've been recommended the, the Daisy and Charlie Cooper podcast with yes. my partner. Yeah. Um, there is a good deal of swearing on it. So, if there's anyone listening Sorry. to this who doesn't like swearing, Sorry, is, has anyone seen Frank Skinner? <laughs> no, no. But on this show, as you know, I'm squeaky clean. Mm. Listen. <laughs> Don't like that so much. That was me rubbing my hands together. <laughs> Thanks for change from eating crisps. Yeah, Clive that, Silas I can't is... believe I did that. I'm so sorry, everyone. I had a crisp mid-link, and then I was ashamed of myself. And then a minute and a half later, I had another crisp. I mean, it's so unprofessional. Cl- Silas, Clive Silas, you're familiar with. I know his with... sister Miley. Yes. Um, he has pointed out, you mentioned uh, famous Maggie Thatcher supporters, and today is 30 years to the day since she resigned. 30 years of hurt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably what... Uh, there you go. That's what dear old Wendy Richard would have said if she's still around. Do you remember what she said? We are leaving Downing Street. Good. Oh, no, I'll tell you what. Um, I just, I believe that Wendy Richard was given a speech as um, Pauline... In EastEnders, yes. in which she moaned about Margaret Thatcher and she refused to do it. Oh. Is that right? And yet Bruno Gantz said yes to blame Hitler. We've all got <laughs> our standards. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't bother David Tennant with his mass murderer work. No. You know, we're all, we've all got, we're all different. <laughs> what else? Some people will play oh, Thomas Moore. To... Some people will play... I'll tell you what happened to me. Yeah. Um, the doorbell went at 10 o'clock at night. Cool story, bro. 10 o- we never... Well, <laughs> in our house, it's an enormous story. Yeah. Uh, that never happened. In your house, it's a basis for an epic poem. 10 was o'clock at night. Was some run? You know who it was? Visitor from Paul. So I said, who's that on the intercom? And it's Royal Mail. At 10 p.m.? No. That's exactly what I said. I said, Royal Mail. I went, hi. Royal Mail? You know, the, the intercom was, was operating at the very extremity of its treble. <laughs> <laughs> what was it they were delivering? You I tell you what it was delivering. Gone. It was a parcel for people who live up the road. It got oh. the wrong, wrong house. I mean, but what's Not going on? Time, no. 10 o'clock the Royal... And I t- went out and I, and I had a look to make sure it was a Royal Mail van and that and not some... Uh, oh, he's good, such a nosy neighbour. due diligence. <laughs> yeah, because I thought, no, potential burglar's going to think, well, first of all, we have to nick a Royal Mail van. No. They, don't, they don't have I that can imagine him in, uh, in his Crocs and his bifocals. Yeah, exactly. Little, little uh, dressing gown. Just No, no, just a pyjama jacket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God! But, uh, That'll scare him off. Yeah. <laughs> What's your, um, what's your latest ever Royal Mail delivery? <laughs> At 12.15. <laughs>
Now, Frank, I'd like to draw uh, both your you gentlemen's attention (laughs) to uh, the matter of Wayne Rooney. It's a big day for him today, I believe, isn't it? Is it his oh, first yeah. name as um, first game? Sorry, as Gaffer Proper in mm-hmm. charge? Is I he? So. I don't know. I don't take much notice oh. of the championship. <laughs> I'm saving that for next season. <laughs> <laughs> I like to. I think it's. I think they're so cute. Um, he said. Um, he did say recently, actually, because he said he might. He's going to retire. That's it. He's done with. Playing, really? yes. No more playing, just managing. Wow. But we don't care about that on this show. We leave no. that to other people. We care about him smashing up a Blackberry in a dressing room. Mm. Because he revealed this recently. He was doing a United podcast and he was talking about a moment some years ago. I saw it as an incident of immense shame. He seemed to find it funny. Mm-hmm. But, you know, yeah. we're all different. There often there's a fine line between oh, the there's, two. there's definitely a not, yeah. not always clear line <laughs> until no. too late. No. What happened? I mean, I feel I should use the football as tense out of respect here. OK. Yeah. He's gone in yeah. to the first team dressing room. Mm-hmm. He's looked up. He's discovered his Blackberry charger is being used... <laughs> by another player. Can I say, I don't know if they're still around, but already saying you had a Blackberry in the dressing room, to me, feels like I had I left my abacus yeah. in the dressing room. Yeah, it feels like they were playing in boots that went up past the ankle, doesn't it? Exactly. <laughs> really yeah. heavy football. Can, yeah. I, can I have a... Can I also make a confession? Go I on. was going to say, and this is very rarely I do this, I was going to say, instead of abacus, sextant... Oh. oh, that would have been good. And I thought, is that? I, I don't know if people will know what a sextant is. I wouldn't have. Now, usually, I trust. I trust this. You guys, and indeed our audience. Mm. Well, but you'd I have lost, lost my... half of the studio audience because I wouldn't have got. Well, that. you would have lost, but then you also would have raised them up a bit. Yeah. Because then they would do, have found you out. Do Blackberry? Do people still use Blackberries? All right. I just want to check no. this before we. They, they've gone, have they? Only Dave Berry, because I think they might sponsor him. Mm-hmm. OK. No, they don't. But Because um, the idea of smashing up a Blackberry now feels like, you know, when you see ISIS <laughs> smashing up ancient monuments, it's got, a, it's got that kind of vibe to it. I'm not comparing a Wayne Rooney with ISIS in any real way. No. Anyway, so he gets in. So he gets in. He's been charging his. He's That's been right. charging his Blackberry in the first team dressing room. And I use the first team... There's a reason mm. I've put emphasis on this, because what then happens is he examines... He looks up, he examines the Blackberry, he sees it belongs to a player called uh, Ravel Morrison. Do you mm. remember him? I actually don't yeah. remember him. Well, that says a lot, because you know everything about football. Well, no, yeah. I don't, but I, I think he's a guy who was going to... Like, there's yeah. a great many guys who was on the brink of, of being been really good and then didn't quite... Yeah. He showed promise, but... It's a tough old business. It never quite happened. Mm-hmm. Anyway, when Rooney discovers the Blackberry thief, charger thief, is Ravel Morrison, that at that point, he, he loses it. Yeah, it's He hasn't it lost before. the dressing room, he lost it in the dressing room. Yeah. He went absolutely postal, he <laughs> smashed it up. But what I like about that... 
And he admitted it, Frank. He said, I smashed I like the fat. like this. No, I like <laughs> that his temper was all right until he found out it wasn't a first team player. Yeah, it was a junior That's a player. Fabulous. It's not often you get that. Well, I suppose you do. People say, oh, yeah, I can't control my temper, but everybody can a bit. And <laughs> selective. He had he, a tier system he, he was allowed to use his <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Years ahead of his time, Wayne Rooney. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. Absolute you were asking about uh, late visits from the Royal Mail. Yes, 10 o'clock they came to our house. Too late. Sickening. Christmas backlog, he said. I said, My your postman. medical problems at your business. <laughs> <laughs> My postman's wonderful, can I say? He listens to the show. Well, we know we've got a lovely right. post, postwoman who's really lovely, but this, this was a van man. He was friendly, but 10 o'clock at night. Mm. Yeah. Uh, 174 has texted. Uh, <laughs> Emily really enjoys this. <laughs> it's funny. On the subject of Royal Mill, my wife and I are normally both at work when our posty visits, but I was off on Thursday... <laughs> Popped to the shops and came home to find him taking cuttings from our bay tree outside our front door. Wow. Outraged, Andy from Dorchester. Oh, what did he did he say anything to it? There's no more information. Oh. Uh, Andy from Dorchester would love to know what spaghetti bolognese. Oh, and maybe. he wanted the bay leaves. I mean, keen cook. Don't be calling in the bay leaves. I mean, yeah. we've got a rosemary bush in our back garden, <laughs> but if it was in the front and the postie decided, hey, I'm doing lamb tonight, I'd, I'd be fine with that. Would you be OK with it? Yeah, oh, I think, I think so. you've got to ask, haven't you? What would Probably. you say, Frank? You'd go absolutely well, we, postal. Uh, we have a, mm. a, a thick uh, encampment of marijuana in our back garden. <laughs> <laughs> and I would be out. Uh, we haven't. We haven't. No. No, we haven't. OK. No, I think they should ask, though. What, the postman who... Well, anyone who... Those who postmen who have a habit of trimming bay leaves. Yes, your James Bay leaves. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh. let's get back to Wayne Rooney in the dressing mm-hmm. room. I mean, I can understand his agony because I have come back to my own phone that has been unplugged and um, a, a family member, either my son or wife, has plugged in. And mm. and then you get back and you find your phone at thirty seven percent and you thought you were coming back to somewhere eighties, nineties even. I'm putting it in the same Venn diagram. It's when you if you've had this, happens to me all the time, you mm. boil the kettle. Oh, and then when you go yeah. back to make your tea, it's gone in the steamer or something. It's just been yeah. left there empty. Yeah. Oh. Come I mean you don't find a kettle boiling and think, Oh, this is probably just randomly boiling. Mm. Just saying. <laughs> well, he, of course, now she's say. getting famous, that's going to get worse. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be treated like mocking arrows. <laughs> um, he, we should say, Ravel Morrison, mm. he, was, he did respond to this, to Wayne Rooney's um, revelation. Yeah. Did, he, did he say it was a load of boleros? Oh, very good. Come Dad. on. No, that's great, that's great. It's great work. Yes, what did did Ravel say? Ravel said that he said it was Rio's fault. Oh. Meaning Rio Ferdinand, obviously, because Rio's no stranger to a prank. You may Mm. recall he had an entire show, You've Been Murked, I believe it was called. Oh, yeah. He would turn up and he he did one on David Beckham 
It was quite cruel. Now I think about the David Beckham one. He got some men to get in a car and pretend they were sort of kidnapping him. Yeah. I remember that. That, yeah. was, that was a bit... Uh, yeah, I no- think light on laughs, <laughs> strong on hostage-taking vibe. Yeah. And also a sort of daily concern for the man that he would presumably yeah. be very sympathetic to. What, what is it... I mean, come on, Rio, you've taken leave of your senses. Mm, yeah, Rio would probably like get his arm back for when they hid that uh, drugs <laughs> test he was supposed to do. Absolute radio. <laughs> I'm amazed that a professional footballer leaves their phone unaccompanied in that kind of uh, dressing room, because surely they're exactly the kind of people wow. that would love to, you know, prank he, you. He said it was Rio's fault because of, you know, and you've been murked which, can I say, should have been a show presented by Angela Merkel. Oh, <clears throat> that would yeah. be good. Yeah. You've been mm-hmm. Um He said Rio had done it as a prank and he went on to say, Ravel said, I would never take your phone off charge, smiley face. Is that what he calls Rooney? <laughs> um, I have to say I'm... Uh, I'm sort of pro Rio this week because uh, West Brom was a victim of some terrible VARs at the weekend. Oh, and, yeah. And he was our main... Well, Paul Scholes was saying, well, I wouldn't say it were uh, <laughs> cut and dry. No, it was cut and dry. And, uh, oh, Scholesy. And Rio was saying, no, come on. Um, so that was good. OK. Uh, <laughs> so that's swayed you towards him. It does. I like him now. I've decided he's a fantastic yeah. bloke. <laughs> um Yes, I, Super Bobby Taylor, who used to play for West Bromwich Albion, I think played for Leeds in his youth. Mm. And he got back to the dressing room once, couldn't find any of his clothes, his shoes or anything, couldn't find any of them. Mm. And um, there was much laughter. And and then when he looked up, they'd, they'd all been nailed to the ceiling of the dressing room. <laughs> Murked. You've yeah. been murked. You've been murked. <laughs> This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text us on 8.12.15, that'd be good, because they've been rich today, the texts. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. All of it makes for a more interactive world. Mm-hmm. Well, we've been talking about uh, Wayne Rooney this morning and yeah. his smashing up the Blackberry in the dressing room incident. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Louise Grant, and this is what I love about our readers, they take things off on uh, a slight tangent, which I love. Louise Grant, Wayne Rooney, club shop outfit or tidy tailoring for his first full gaffer appearance today? What do you think? That is a good question. That question to uh, Frank Skinner. I think I cannot see Rooney on in his metre wearing a suit <laughs> and stuff. I, I think he's going to be... Unresolvedly club, on, not unreservedly club shop. Mm. Well, well, we know he's not a fan even, of the reserves. Maybe no. even uh, no. <laughs> he's made that clear. Derby County baseball cap. Even. Oh yeah. What are you going? Uh, well, I, I agree with Frank, but I often puzzled, and I think I've mentioned this before. Tony Pulis, I always felt, <laughs> I always <laughs> felt he did this the wrong way around. He would be in tracksuit and a baseball cap at the sideline, mm. and then he would do his match of the day interview having had a shower and wearing a full suit. It's and I true. thought, you're going to be on the bus, mate. 
In your full now, suit. This is BS. What you on. want is the tracksuit for the no, bus. It and wasn't you want a long haul flight. It you want a suit for the authority <laughs> when you're showing at the players. What I like, you see, I always like David Pleat for this reason. He well, went, he like, would know about fashion, wouldn't he, but, with that <laughs> nominative determinism? He went for the <laughs> 1970s minicab driver slip-on. You oh, know, with yeah. a little gold snaffle on them, and I love that about that. Here's the problem, though. Yes. If the ball comes towards him and he's got those on, he's he's yeah. not going to pass it back well, and then the crowd will turn <laughs> on him, yeah, and then that. he'll lose his confidence and his job. That's oh, true. A gaffer that... trying to pass a ball back in a mm. minicab driver slip-on from the 70s. Come on. A well, a, a gaffer just basically receiving the ball oh, in any capacity gets fabulous. more scrutiny from the crowd <laughs> than the other 95 minutes of football. <laughs> I'm going to go... Can I say that, Tony Poole? I always used to say, if you wanted to see 70% of our West Bromwich Albion's club shop thing, uh, go and see the Poolis family night fishing. <laughs> and they would be completely covered in scarves, manager jackets, tracks. I mean, it'd all be there. Um, I'm going to go, Wayne. I think he might go a sort of... Um, he might go a Pep's Lucky Grey cardigan. Well, I think he might go for some expensive knitwear, Italian knitwear. I mean, it's quite cold. Mm. In the summer, I can see him in just just in one of those Fred Flintstone <laughs> um, smocks. Tabard <laughs> <laughs> with the ja- with the uh, serrated bottom. <laughs> Different kind of club shop. And know. it has a lovely, it has a V as well. <clears throat> yeah. Can I ask a question? Does it have a belt of any sort, the Fred I Flintstone garment? I, I mean, I remember. 8, 12, 15. I don't know what animal has got um, an orange <laughs> pelt with a sort of a black hexagon. Yeah, on it, but it, yeah, he's he's stuck with it. That Fred. animal may not exist I now. Feel he hasn't no, that's probably. No. Oh, it's a shame. Very early creature, isn't it? You're right. Oh, oh it, it, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for a, a family, they I think use some sort of ancient pelican as a mm-hmm. stylus for their record player. And the oh, telephone was that a pterodactyl of some sort? It was. Uh, Ah, oh, very fun. That's the yeah. first when we got Colatelli, which mm. was about three years after Colatelli came out. The first program I watched in Colour was the Flintstones, and it felt like so amazing, amazing. Mm. in my own home. But hair bear bunch. Ah, yes, oh, that was that was fabulous. So don't shout. Mm. Um, oh yes, I so I was gonna I was gonna move on, but um, oh sorry, the the, uh, the fares has arrived at my. How do we song. get out of this? We'll it's all right for new for How new listeners. When the producer wants me to shut up, she puts a, a fares at the at the side, mm-hmm. and okay. uh, and I respond to that. Yeah. So we always have a ti- fares time or something like that. But uh, oh yeah, I don't yeah. like fares time. No, I don't. It sounds a bit wrong. <laughs> I don't know why. It's, it's so- oh, it sounds a bit loose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing I'm surprised by about the Rooney leaving the Blackberry in the in the dressing room for footballers mm. is that they are kind of towel flicking kind of characters, aren't they? Mm. Mm. And I'm not. And I still sometimes take advantage of the fact that the <laughs> iPhone, you know, if you flick the screen, you can get to the camera without knowing someone's code. You know that? Oh, if you press the button. Right? 
So I didn't know that, Frank, did you? So I would say about twice a week, most weeks, I take a picture of my own nostrils or of me gurning or something like that and leave it on my son's or my wife's phone. those days were behind you, Al. You'd think, wouldn't you? (laughs) But no, they're still happening. And I'm not a towel-flicking jock professional footballer. I'm a somewhat cerebral comic, I'd like to think. And I'm still guilty of that sort of cake. I used to be really good at towel Flicking. Did you? I mean, I got the strange <laughs> <laughs> timing on it. I was so perfect. Weird flex. But okay. Yeah. Do you know, I've never done it in my life. And, what, and well, come to the master class. <laughs> no, no, you're all right. I should go around the schools doing a master class, innit? That'd be good. Sports I, schools, mainly. Yeah, but it was frustrating. Is that I went? I was in um, Montana. And this cowboy tried to teach me how to flick a bull whip. And when he did it, I thought, oh, I, I, this is like just the ta- it's the towel. It's a transferable oh, skill. Yeah, I could not yeah. do it. Oh, that's a shame. And yeah. it, when he did it, it made a sound like you've never... Oh, it really, really, you know, echoed. Oh, couldn't do it. I like you saying like you've never, because that's a very Trumpy thing. <laughs> He says, like you've never. <laughs> you wouldn't believe it. Number like way, I was, I was in your manor mm. at the weekend, Emily. What and I happened? Passed. It's one of the rare occasions in my life I felt sorry for J.B. Priestley. Oh, yeah. Because there's a house there yeah. which was lived in by J.B. Priestley, the, yes. uh, the writer. Yes. But it was also lived in by Samuel Taylor Coleridge. And I was so impressed by yes. the Coleridge thing. I sort of slightly ignored the yeah. Priestley. Oh. It reminded me of when I was on an aeroplane with uh, the playwright Tom Stoppard. Oh, yeah. A fabulous and, uh, anecdote. Yes. And we had a, there was a, a weird thing happened, some sort of, we dropped about 20 feet, you know, that horrible thing. Oh, yeah. And there was a bang, and it was really quite scary. And as we got off, I said, who do you think would have got top billing? Tom, if me and you had gone there. What'd he say? He said, it rather depends on the newspaper. <laughs> oh, you know what? You got you got murked. No, I got murked. Absolutely. Oh, stop hard murked you. I don't mind that. That was a great, it was a great... Uh, it was a great response. Great response. Out of interest, which, which newspaper would have gone big on you? And At the yeah. time, I'd, Son and the Mirror would have been... Uh, I think it would have been Skinner tabloid, stop our broadsheet. Yeah. Am I right? It, oh, yeah, the Guardian would have been... Sorry uh, this devastating news to you. But. Yeah, that would have been uh, three lines comic also perishes. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, yeah oh. but it didn't happen. We got away with it. It's fine. So, so it yes, really so smashes up this phone. Sorry. I had a, oh, I had yeah, a yeah. less complicated uh, conversation on the ferry to Robben Island with Mark Pugach. Oh, yes. <laughs> thought there was less to discuss. <laughs> anyway, what else? Well, I, I do... I, I feel a bit jealous at the idea of smashing up a BlackBerry, regardless of whose it is, because I think that must be a very satisfying feeling. And I've noticed... That I've been watching a couple of sort of spy drama-type things recently. You know when they snap, like, a, a phone and chuck it in the bin... I get real envy of that. Oh. I mean, I'd love that. Well, that but you've, got the chopper, he's got the, you've got the chopping blocks. Yeah. 
I walked into the karate. My, I walked into my manager's office once, and he said about twelve swear words in about <laughs> three seconds. <laughs> slammed the phone down, landline phone, and yeah. the whole phone disintegrated. <gasps> I mean, he slammed it down so hard. It's, and he didn't know I was there. I was just walking in. He slammed your phone, and the phone shattered. He looked up at me and said. Uh, Frank, I don't think you'll be doing 6.06 this week. (laughs) (laughs) Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Speaking of uh, pranks, by the way, that we were just talking about with Rio <laughs> Ferdinand. Oh yeah. This, um, I, we, me, uh, the three of us went up to went up to bed. Uh, this. Uh, Can I just week. say, not the three of us? No, not that's, the three of us. Sorry, my that's family. Never I've forgotten that. So Boz and Kath went into the <laughs> went into the bathroom to Sick. do stuff, clean their teeth and all that. And I got into Boz's. I went into Boz's room, and Boz has got a, a me cushion. Which somebody sent me, which is a cushion with my face on it. Nice. So I got into his bed and put the cushion over my face. So I've got like a younger me was mm. in the bed. Uh-huh. And then they messed about in there for ages. And I thought, I don't want to take the cushion off because if they come in and the cushion's not on the jet. So I, and I was on, honestly beginning to have difficulty breathing. <laughs> and I, I had a, a sort of flash forward of someone at my funeral saying, well, it's, it's how he would have wanted to go though. <laughs> During a prank. Hanging around for the prank. <laughs> he would rather have died. <laughs> Uh, so I I, I, I sympathise with uh, Rio and his uh, his prankster status. I mean, in other mobile phone news, apparently um, the the Brits are hoarding old gadgets and keeping mobile phones just in drawers when they could be worth money and they could be used for stuff. I don't know what we're going to do oh, about yes. this, but I'm definitely guilty of it. Oh, are me you? Too. Uh, I oh, saw I this. Fifty-five million. Mobile phones yeah. currently lying in drawers, Frank. Well, I've got. Um, in fact, I'm, I'm going to put got a fifty-four million of those. I'm going to put a photo. That's, that's doubloons. He's got. <laughs> I'm going to put a photo of it on social media of my drawer, one of my drawers at well, home. Can and I yeah. say? Imagine if I said that. And yes, and there's uh, <laughs> there is uh, tech in it. A variant. There's lots of leads, charges. Oh, I don't know what any draws. of it is, but I mean, I took a close-up photo of it, and I thought this could be in a gallery. This picture. Again, imagine if I said that. Yes, exactly. Humble of you. <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll put it on. Uh, uh, you should have a look at it and give you an idea. And it's. I just. I just don't throw that stuff away. I bet I've got half a dozen old phones. Well, I had a huge clear out recently. If there's any Derby County players who want an old phone, uh, (laughs) just for safety. (laughs) Do you keep? Do you really keep all that? It's good to have a spare in case you get a moped attack. You can give oh, them yeah. the uh, you can give them the old right, one. That's a good the idea. You can one. keep one of those Nokia the eighty three tens, which can I say was a beautiful phone. Oh, good. Lovely. Show. Do you remember yeah. those? Oh, plain snake. Uh, what you want is I a, don't think I've ever had one. I've loved as much as that. You want a phone that you can set an explosive, a timed explosive device on. Then you can say absolute the, radio. It's not. No, yeah. we're going to kind of prove that. But um, <laughs> but nevertheless, garden minor explosions, not major. Yeah, but if somebody if somebody mugged you for your phone and you gave them the explosive, well, oh, you that would admit, be nice. It'd be yeah. a lovely feeling. Has anyone ever nice. tried? Someone tried to do that to me once. 
And I have, I yelled a series of very loud expletives mm. directly in their face. Good for you. And uh, they scarpered. Thank you. Good very day. good. Yeah. I'm not saying it always works, but no. I'm just saying sometimes. No, it didn't work for Ravel. <laughs> 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 no, but I, um, what they suggested, I think, is that um, you um, give give the money to charity, the ones from your... Go through your drawers, get the old phones. Of course. Well, is. you, you well, have to get them on. recycled, I don't, don't see you? why. If the government's going to stop giving money to charity, I don't see why they should be encouraging us to carry on. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. What we need to invent is some kind of gadget that requires old mobile phones so i passed a high street shop the other day closed of course <laughs> and um, and they were boasting that their puffer jackets m- were made from old plastic bottles That's oh what, yes yes um so what we need is some kind of uh, gadget that requires kind of blocks of mobile phone you pop it in and it starts your toaster working or something. You know, like, it gets a bit Wallace and Gromit in my mind. Yeah, it's going it through yeah. a tube and down and then the phone presses a button and, and then you've got a cup of coffee by the time you get downstairs. That's what I'm after. Well, I got an if iPhone... any inventors listening, give okay. a shout. <laughs> there will be. I think Wilfred Makepeace Lon. Oh, listen. yeah. Oh, yeah. He's um, one of my faves. Um, I got an iPhone 12 this week on the upgrade. Did you? Oh, I'm about to get one. God, you guys. I might examine your uh, your handset. Can Pardon? I have a look? It's too big. Isn't it? well, let's have a look. Is it? Oh, heavy. Man. Yeah, it's like being a stonemason. I can, I can recommend some exercises Did you go 12 then? I'll be, che- I'll be looking at your wares later because... Well, I'm... you know, they keep saying it's it's that one... We talked about it ages ago on it because it's got three camera lenses. Oh, the um, tryptophobes. Yeah, and some people oh, do. Oh, I don't do like, like the that. look of that. But you've got one. I've got one, you yeah. You think that's heavy? Wait till you do some cooking with a Le Creuset pan. Mm. Oh. Not, I can't wait that long. Um, do you I... know how long it takes me to wash those up? Oh. What, is, what is a Le Creuset pan? Back, You've seen them. Yeah, they're the ones, they're traditionally, they look almost like, um, I'd say the orange the casserole right. yes, dish is what you'd you associate go. them with. The classic orange, good the burnt orange. Oh, from you know what I mean? Really good, good shout. Good for burglars, though, I should think. <laughs> to hit, oh, yeah, yeah, if you can swing it. I have a dusty pink one given to me by I've Catherine Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yes. Catherine, sorry to involve you in this, please. I've always assumed that if you um, sell your old phone, yeah. that somebody will have the technology to um, retrieve the deleted data and then blackmail you over a period of time. (laughs) You're absolutely right. No offence, but what have you got to blackmail with? so it's better in a drawer rather than take that risk. that never came. exactly. (laughs) Doctor Who, Planet of Celadon update. I mean, oh yeah, the sun's going to be desperate to get hold of those. (laughs) Pictures of John Pertwee. (laughs) It's just the principle of the thing. (laughs) It's a good point. What about my Wendy Richard gallery? (laughs) Um, I, you know what I mean? I don't think people are buying them for the right rate. They always think they'll end up in the drugs industry in some way. <laughs> yeah. I, do we want to be part of that? No, I'd rather, you have, don't a, want I'd rather have a gadget of... that started the DVD player. I'd rather leave it in the drawer. Than <laughs> I like the bit. idea of someone coming across Fangs. I've got a burner phone. There's some old pictures of Sylvester McCoy. <laughs> I can't remove them. <laughs> Uh, there actually are some on my phone. 
Just looking over some blueprints a few inventors have sent in. Oh, voice. yeah. Anything good? For, um, there's something that starts the microwave off, but I think you have to preload it with some food, so I'm not I'm not up for it. Frank, anyway, we've had time. some responses to, I believe a photo of your drawers has been put oh, up yeah. on Goodness. social media. Mm. All sorts of reviews, ranging from the one to five star. Oh, You've had okay. them all. The full set. I got that with a play I wrote in Edinburgh. <laughs> 24 hours. Some people, it takes some time to catch up yeah. with genius, I find. Uh, Doctor, and it was genius, mm. uh, Doctor Tom Hunt. Oh, yeah. Organised chaos. Nice. Uh-huh. I can get on board with you, Doctor. Mm-hmm. Something you've said a few times, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel, I like Daniel. He just says, standard. Oh, OK. Standard. Standard. Yes. It's a, it's a crowded drawer of wire and mm. stuff. Mm. I mean, I need to. A lot of people. And then Chris Holton says he's gone power mad. That's, oh, that's, that's fine. Good. Yes. I, um, I've got two camcorders as well. Oh. I mean, what happened to... Who uses those anymore? They are very old school. And I've got the first ever MP3 player I ever bought. Yeah. It's this little plastic thing. When MP3... Oh, I had that, ...sounded right? like space travel. Yes. And I good. loaded onto it um, a Serge Gainsbourg album called Gay- A Gainsbourg de Gaines Bar, it was called. And when I loaded it on... It said, well, I think two tracks from the end, it said full. <laughs> and so I carried that thing around and all I listened to it was this one album. That was all I ever listened to on it was the thing. And then, uh, and then other things happened. But I've kept it. Well, you, lo- you know what I found in my drawers? I, I had a massive clear out recently, but I- it's funny what you can't bear to part with. For example... Two tins of commemorative Wimbledon mints. Oh. Which I got with you, Frank Skinner. I remember. I ate mine, I must say. Of course you did. When we sat with uh, AJ, do you remember? We did, Anthony yeah. Joshua. We... I've still... I can't... Be, that was such a lovely memory. I've hung on to those mints. That's nice. I've, kept, I've got two tins of Wimbledon mints. I've got a plastic cork. Mm-hmm. Um, Some do you mints? have a plastic cork? Oh, very good. Eight, twelve, fifteen. No, I don't think you can see. I remember once on a train saying... What is it? I said to the woman on on the trolley, (laughs) I said, have you got a plastic glass? I said, I I realise that's a contradiction in terms. And she looked at me as if I'd said, would you like to look down my trousers? (laughs) I mean, I... I, I, May as well be hanged for a sheep as a lamb sometimes. Well, I I decided I'd I'd stick with the lamb. (laughs) Always stick with the lamb. Yeah. A plastic stopper. I think is a is a better. Yeah. Um, there was a bra- that, there was a brass that. doorknob in there. I thought you were going to say a brassiere for a minute. <laughs> yeah. I felt so. I've had so flushed an yeah. experience. <laughs> a brass doorknob Why in your I, drawer. I can't bring myself to throw it out. Mm. And three Boss Baby napkins. Boss Baby. Yes. Okay. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot Boss Baby. Yeah. Oh, it's quite good. I think yeah, yeah. there's a series as well. Yeah, Jonathan, that... Jonathan Ross is a massive fan oh, really? of Boss oh, Baby. Oh, by the way, you know he what records was... it and everything. He's obsessed by it. Oh, interesting. Mm. Do you remember we were talking about Brute Thirty Three? Yes, week, the, the great <laughs> smell of Brute. Do you remember the strap line for the Christmas ad? Um, 
On something about the 25th? I'll give it to you. Go on. Give Brute 33 on the 25th. <laughs> Very good. Well... Ba- was it Barry Sheen? Henry this, Cooper? Henry, Henry Cooper. This week, Barry Sheen did do it, though, as well. Yeah. And th- I noticed this week I saw an advert for Brute. They've obviously gone back to the strong <laughs> stuff. They don't water it down by two-thirds anymore. Just what Brute 33 was. And who was advertising Brute? Vinnie Jones. Oh yeah. yeah. So they've kept up the sort of London hard man, London <gasps> hard man thing. A brute, if you will. I wish they'd gone David Bedell. <laughs> Thirty-three on the twenty-fifth. Oh, it, I'd have loved that. That, 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 would, have been, that would have been very fine. <laughs> um, did you know that it was brute that um, Roger Moore? You remember when Roger Moore um, flight <laughs> flame? <laughs> When he flamethrowered the... Um, <laughs> what? He flamethrowered the... version of it makes me laugh, and you know why, Frank. Yes, <laughs> um, yes I won't tell that again, but my Roger Moore story. Um, um, yeah, when he flamethrowers the tarantula, that was Roger Moore, wasn't it? Roger than Sean Connery, I think. I think so. That's brute. So, here you go. Oh the brute fact. Brute alerts here on... Absolute radio. So all the other... Um, Another reason not to steal Frank Skinner's mobile phone. Yeah. All the other smelly stuff that we, we advertise on here that people pay to advertise, they're going to be phoning up saying, how come Brute gets advertised for nothing? Mm-hmm. Sorry, everyone. Um, nice way to end the show. Yeah. Brute will probably... I'll just invoice them. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening to us. P- patchy, I know, but at, at times brilliant. Mm. Um, and you know what? If the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now, at least until Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, stay in. This is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio.